But first, this podcast is supported by $100 donators on Patreon who like to promote Magical Heroines, a webcomic on tapas.com. Whether you love or hate anime, it's about a middle schooler forced to join a magical girl gang and beat the shit out of people because she was told to. It's Magical Heroines, rated on the links below at tapas.com. Our next donator is by Idealix with their own webcomic, Loose Cannon. It's about a young bounty hunter girl in the Old West and ends up on the wrong side of the law. Links to that below on Webtoon. And the next sponsor is Red Herring Cap, an alt-indie band from the Bronx, New York. Follow their band camp and YouTube in the links below. It's the ah. oh sorry Rebel Taxi Pizza Party podcast, and we have a special guest back at it again. It's Maxwell Adams. Who are you? Hi, I'm Maxwell Adams. What do you do? I don't know you. Um, I sit at home with my dog and I draw pictures, and uh, I've been growing tomatoes. Oh, sweet, just like Big O. But what, what did you what's, do? What did what's you your do? Favorite to, what's the your favorite tomato that you've grown? That's a stupid question. Um, I got one heirloom tomato this year, and I was excited. It's not a stupid question. They're fancy Ooh. tomatoes. They're, oh man, oh. You know, they're not like red. Why are they? Not. Why are they called heirloom tomatoes? Okay, now that's a stupid. You question. You think he's a scientist? I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, if he's growing like tomatoes, I, I if he's growing tomatoes, I feel like you know you'd know like what types of tomatoes there are like. I only know like app, different apple types. I didn't know there were even different tomato types. Cherry tomatoes. You know? Damn yeah. it! They're, they're good snacks. The cherry tomatoes. tomatoes. They're good. Yeah. Grape tomatoes. Grape tomatoes. No, I don't know anything candy. about that. Have you all ever heard of the forbidden tomato? Tomato. What was that? Yeah, exactly. That's what I Are thought. They're gonna reboot the killer tomatoes because oh. I've been waiting for that for a while. No. Are they just gonna re? No, are they just going to reboot tomatoes in general? There was a rumor back, like, maybe like a decade ago that the Ask the Ninja guy, that YouTuber, was going to be directing a reboot sequel. Oh, hell yeah. And then nothing happened of it. Damn. (laughs) His career ended. But Maxwell, what what did you... Okay, what's your thingy? What do people know you for? What do people know me for? Probably The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, which is an old cartoon from Cartoon Network. Yeah. A very good one. Yeah, yeah. it feels like yes. Might I add? Like, I finally got around to rewatching it after like twenty years, and it's like, huh? Yeah, what's the deal with the first season versus the last season? What's that about? It has been twenty years now, strangely enough. Uh, uh, well, there was oh. like, what eight eight years in between the first season and the last season. Well, just how it that. transitioned over time, like how it went less spooky, you know? Um, I, I was uh, talking to somebody about this the other day, but uh, a lot of it was just the need to survive. Uh, hmm. So, like, our, our first season, like, we started off uh, where we won the 12 half hours on the Big Pick weekend. Yeah. And then that was immediately busted down to six half hours. And then we just sort of got these anemic pickups for a while after that, where we get, like, six half hours and then another six half hours and then nine half hours. So and Billy and Mandy was I on the verge of like we were... canceling? Yeah, yeah. So I just felt like we were always on the edge. So if anything like got a laugh, I was like, "That's staying in." Mm. Uh, so it was just sort of uh, 
I guess, Darwinian comedy. Wow. <laughs> It's it surprised it, it works like it kind of I feel like it it's reflected in the show a fair bit kind of like yeah, the yeah and, and the rest comedy. of it was uh, I think just me learning how to run a show and how to get what I wanted on the screen because the first season I you know it's uh, it's hard for me to watch even to this day just because <laughs> like I didn't know what I was doing I was 23 years old and trying to you know run a crew of like 40 people and, oh man uh Oh, you you, yeah, think, you were a showrunner at 23. Uh yeah yeah it was that's when uh, that's when I started. Fuck. That's crazy. I don't no, know. It seems like cool. every other like showrunner ends up being like 26. Like um, practically everyone, and you beat them by three years. Nice. Yeah. Good work. I did yeah. not realize there was actually like a science to it where like you have to be like 26. Yeah, and that's you, when it comes to you. If you don't do it by yeah. then, just just give up. It's over. It's like it's like the presidency. Oh, you man. have to be a certain age in order to run. Yeah. Unless they bring or, back or a Jedi. I was uh, I was a little too young, but still. Yeah. I'm actually kind of curious about who's the youngest showrunner now. Um, Maybe the guy hmm. from Undergrads, possibly MTV's Undergrads. I think yeah um somebody in the comments just tell us maxwell you're supposed to be answering questions answer that one (laughs) yeah you don't know everybody yeah i have a couple of questions for uh maxwell question number one why did my dad leave me huh Uh, can you answer that one probably the smell what the fuck damn brutal right for the jugular awesome this is gonna be a fun podcast this is gonna be great yeah but yeah um well i pointed out in the in the video for billy and mandy like what's the deal with erwin did you just not have an idea what he was what he was gonna be like because early on he he seemed to have hated billy um i think he was like he was always kind of the guy that was gonna get like crapped on by life uh, <laughs> oh. but yeah there's there's an that episode where like billy keeps calling him on the phone uh and, and you know he seems creeped out by it I, in my mind he was never really creeped out by billy but i guess he does come across that way in the early seasons yeah, yeah he, he like he's like i remember the way the scene was set up like billy leaves a message and like erwin is just like hurled um huddled up against a wall in fear like <laughs> but, so um i googled and apparently the youngest showrunner is Josh Schwartz, who created the OC in 2003 at age 26. So I think you technically that beat don't... him. You might be the youngest. That's uh, no, nobody counts uh, cartoons, I don't think it shows. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure uh, Alex Hirsch was also 23 when he started uh, Gravity Falls. Damn. Oh, that... <laughs> I'm fucking up my life. I ain't done nothing. I'm like, I don't know what age I am. I'm 27, 28. I don't know. I, I stopped. Well, yeah, I don't even know your own age. Yeah, it's like well, that once Blink... you hit 30 in animation, it's over. So. Yeah, just give up. It's like Blink 182. I don't know my own age. That's how the song goes. Wake me up when September ends, Wake isn't me up it? When you find out what my age is. Yeah, good old some. I don't even. I don't think song. I got that one right. Yeah. Yeah. All right, but uh, other things like, what would you say? Was the uh, art design change? Was that just you uh, getting better at drawing everyone and simplifying them and making it easier to draw? Uh, the, it was some of that and some of just again learning learning how to teach the overseas studio what I mm. wanted. Uh, the the first season or maybe two seasons. Uh, actually, they did this through the whole series. It was just me adapting, but 
rather than sort of using the model pack, they would just trace the storyboards. Hmm. That's common, oh. I feel like, now. Yeah. In order to sort of rein that in, uh, I ended up sort of doing more uh, control on my end before it got to overseas. Yeah. I think that was kind of the change. I like how Hostel Gato turned out in Underfist, because he, he was a lot more square and simplified in the in the later Billy and Mandy, but Underfist is like the right balance of his original and new design. Yeah, I like that one, too. He was... He was... I- Definitely a little too lumpy in the early version for my taste. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually have been thinking a lot about Underfist recently, and I'm really bummed out that they didn't pick it up because it's like a honestly one of my favorite Halloween specials like ever. It would have been a lot of fun. I think I would I think I could be happy just making Halloween specials for the rest of my life if somebody was willing to pay me to do that. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, because we, we okay. yeah, because me and Izzy we saw your uh Scooby uh the new Scooby Doo uh TV movie, a uh, happy Halloween Scooby-Doo, was it? Yeah, yeah. like, I, I refused to give up on Halloween, like, because I just didn't feel like it happened this year, so I've been doing nothing but watching Halloween specials now. Yes, <laughs> trying to recapture that I say we, very moment. I say we say fuck Christmas and just have Halloween 2, yeah. Calabar's Revenge. That's the dream, but, but this, new, this new Scooby-Doo movie, like, it is, like, for anyone watching it or whatever it is blatantly scoop it, it, it's blatantly billy and mandy like it feels like scooby-doo in the billy and mandy universe in a way because it's i agree with that you, you you recycled the same characters from halloween bash not i mean jacked up halloween you're really selling it here man good job it's, proud of you no i'm serious <laughs> izzy back me up it's true uh, uh i mean they're not the same i did come enough. to i i had sort of a like a crisis early on with this because like I was trying to figure out what the monster was going to be yeah. and everything I thought of, I was like, well, I've, I've either done that in Billy and Mandy or Scooby-Doo's already done it. And I was like, man, every single monster is basically already either a Halloween monster or a Scooby-Doo monster or both. Well, I mean like so, they have a new movie every year. Yeah. So eventually <laughs> I just looped back around and I was like, well, I could do pumpkins and I've done it before. And then I was like, and I have the scarecrow and I could put the jack-o'-lantern on him. And I was like, ah, I'm just going to do it. <laughs> Yeah, like yeah, my roommate's a big comic book fan, and so like he was pretty shocked that the scarecrow appeared in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was when too. We... I, I'm not used to. I mean, it makes sense. New Scooby Doo movies and stuff. Batman's been part of the Scooby Doo franchise for a while, but yeah. I just kind of forget. It was nice. Yeah, it's yeah. I'm glad I got him in there. I felt like I needed a recognizable villain that part yeah i I was i was kind of theorizing like was this like an unused billy and mandy script or something uh no it was actually it was in a way i mean it was inspired by a lot of things but it was sort of my consolation prize i guess for for yeah not not being able to do dead meat i finally got my road movie anyway oh man oh yeah speaking of dead meat i'm so sorry that happened to you i backed that kickstarter myself i was super excited for it Yeah. Yeah, me too. Uh, me too. Yeah. I did I don't I don't know if I got a refund or not. I don't want a refund. I just want to support well, thanks. You. Yeah, I haven't even sent them out yet because yeah. I've been unemployed all year. Oh. <laughs> Christ, I'm so, sorry, yeah, dude. Scoot, scoot. Yeah. Well, thank you. Uh yeah, so with animation just everything takes forever, so uh Happy Halloween Scooby Doo was actually done in January. Mm. I've been hanging out since yeah. then. Yeah. are you okay with discussing uh, uh, dead meat? What was that? Are you okay with discussing dead meat? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Before before that, I just want to say it must feel really fucking weird, like 
having to uh, make a holiday related uh, like episode of animation and then you get done in January and you're like, well, I just don't feel it. <laughs> Like, that's the weird thing, is it's always uh, Halloween ends, and then, like, a month later, someone's like, hey, you want to do a Halloween special? Like, mm, okay. <laughs> Get it done ahead of time. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, animation is, well, just production in general, since it always has to be done in advance, must feel so weird doing holiday stuff. Yeah, everything's all sort of mashed together, so I guess it. I guess you stop thinking about it as, like, a holiday thing. Time has no meaning anymore. Yeah. I mean, if yeah, I wanted Halloween now. to be expend, like, expand it for a couple of months extra out of the year that's kind of nice you know of all the holidays mm -hmm. it could have been true 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 yeah explain like uh briefly what dead meat was gonna be uh dead meat was a live action looking post-apocalyptic puppet action movie mm -hmm. so perfect yeah because uh, the first time we ha I had you on on the as an interview was back in 2013, and when you kickstarted it, and yeah, you you want to bring up the bad news? Me? Uh, sure. Yeah, I don't know. To, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I yeah. ran into a bunch of problems. Uh, uh, the big one being uh, I had been using. You know, I'd been working on it for like eight years, so I'd been doing uh, all the effects stuff first. So just by myself and with a couple other people, I'd been doing a lot of puppets and miniatures and, and cars and whatever. Uh, and it turns out you can't mix uh, by SAG rules. You can't set Screen Actors Guild. You can't mix uh, uh, non-SAG actors with SAG actors. And unfortunately, since my puppeteers were not SAG actors and the voice actors that I had used to sell Dead Meat on Kickstarter were all SAG actors, then I either had to ditch one or the other, and either way, like, I was left with just this massive amount of footage that I could never show anyone. Oh, man. <laughs> so by this point, like, I had just, you know, I felt like I'd been beating my head against a wall for, like, seven years, and it was driving me nuts. So I decided to pull the plug and deal with the consequences. Damn. The the bureaucracy of Hollywood is so infuriating. Just yeah, yeah. I will definitely never do anything like that again. <laughs> oh man. No, oh, that sucks. Uh, I mean, it makes sense I, for sure. Yeah. Oh god, I'm I'm really sorry that that happened. It it, it, it I I don't even want to get into it for your sake, but it's just that sucks <laughs> hard. It was it oh, was a sad you. day when you announced it. Like I was legitimately pretty like not not like depressed where i was like like but i was uh it, it hit me hard because i was excited for it you know yeah me too like uh i'll i i'm sure at some point i can cobble together some of what i've got and at least some of the people that work on it will have something to show release an unfinished yeah. cut maybe or what? yeah something yeah. i oh, i uh at the at the very least, there's a lot of people ha um, supporting you regardless, which makes me happy because there's always a lot of really shitty people who think very insularly. So, like, cause at least as far as I've seen, everybody's yeah, no, been... I, I, I'm really lucky where I've I've always had, like, a really good understanding fan base. Like, uh, I just felt like everything was taking so long on Dead Meat, and I think I only maybe ever had, like, one or two people call and... Or not call, but write and complain about it. <laughs> Ooh. I mean, yeah. it, it's There's... pretty much a Kickstarter tradition for them not to be released on time. And... <laughs> I mean, you actually worked on it. You didn't, like, take the money and run, like, all these other weird Kickstarters that were possibly scams. 
I uh, I actually have been waiting for this like art book that's like how to draw action that I backed like I think when I started college in like 2014 and it it barely gets updates and I'm like yeah where's my I book? feel like there was there were a couple things I backed during the Dead Meat Kickstarter that I'm either still waiting on or just happened. No. I think the most nerve-wracking was I backed the um, Scary Godmother doll, and uh, and I moved, like, four times since I backed it. And the entire time, I was always freaking out, like, it's going to get sent to the wrong place. <laughs> and I kept, like, messaging, uh, I think her name's Jill, like, be like, hey, uh, just so you know, here's my new address. <laughs> just try to, like, make sure it arrives. And I, I did eventually get it. Yay. Hooray. Yeah. I... I still think one of the best Kickstarters, or it was a GoFundMe, was when the guy was like, I want to have a potato salad party, and he got $50,000 for it. What the fuck? And I'm just like, God, that's... Yeah, who doesn't like potato salad? I I mean, I don't. It's all right. I don't know. I haven't tried it in forever. I'd rather have, like, regular mashed potatoes, like, at that point. I have never met a potato I didn't like. I, I just imagine you sitting at like a regular Italian restaurant table with like the checkered like tablecloth and like next sitting next to you is a potato and you go come here often <laughs> okay so go back it's not to waste uh, Maxwell's time I do have a couple of questions I could talk about potatoes all day I mean, yeah me too I'm with yeah, him I, mean, I know less about potatoes than I do about tomatoes so. they're the perfect food you can do anything you want to them and they always come out perfect I mean, you could fuck up a potato, but I'm just saying, like, it's it's one of those things where you could serve it in so many different ways. It's so versatile. Speaking of, like, not real, like, vegetables, did you know corn's not real and it's, like, actually just, like, a, a man-made, like, vegetable? It's made of foam latex. Yeah, I think. You can't, dide- you can't digest it. So Yeah, you can't digest it because we haven't adapted to digesting it. However... Uh, my favorite type of corn, aside from popped, is the like colored corn. Does anyone have a Billy and Mandy question? I have uh, one. Pan, we're talking story. about corn. Fuck yeah. off. Okay. Did you guys Shut see? Uh, what's that movie? Uh, Interstellar. Yeah. What about? Planning, what? They're planting all the corn to save the human race. That, <laughs> oh that's my where god! I read it was. Uh, I guess everybody would just like poop themselves to death because oh, nobody no. could handle all that corn. Yeah. That's all they had. <laughs> Oh no! Oh, now, okay. now I need to see this. Corn doesn't not digest. To waste, not to waste time. Let's ask a couple of questions. So I have a couple of Scooby Doo ones for the <laughs> Happy Halloween. Sorry, it's not Ma- Billy and Mandy focused. Either or is can. good. Man, yeah, it's not freaking corn. Shut up. Corn's cool. Anyway, yeah. uh, I think we, we can talk about Billy and Mandy. We can talk about Scooby Doo. We can talk about Benicula. We can talk oh, about yeah, fish hooks. Oh yeah, you worked on Benicula. Talk about corn. We can talk about cow and chicken. We can talk about beans. Mm, what about beans? Fruit. Peppers? No, no. Hey, I you know a little bit about peppers. You know, you know what we should discuss is that that unmade Blues Brothers cartoon you worked on. I'm Dan Aykroyd. Since childhood, I have been fascinated with the invisible world, a world which can help us get through life if we know how to draw upon its power, a world serving positive projections wherein you use your own personal, mental, and spiritual abilities to believe. What's going on with you? What are you talking about? You, you sound insane. Hi, everybody. Prue here. Now it's the grim adventures of Billy and Mandy. Then it's Ed, Ed, and Eddie. This is Cartoon Network. Oh, yeah, we can talk about that, too. Yeah, explain that. 
Ooh, yeah, this <laughs> I don't sounds know if juicy. I can explain it. What? Well, what? What? How far along did you work on it until it got like shit canned? Uh, from pretty much the very beginning, there I was like sitting at a desk at Film Roman, which is the place that makes The Simpsons. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's where I that's where I got my internship. So this would be like my first real job. And they were like, "Hey, so we're gonna put you on a show. Do you want to go on to King of the Hill?" Uh, which at that point, that hadn't really started yet either. Like everybody, uh, all the designs had like these giant Beavis and Butthead heads. <laughs> <laughs> So oh my like, God. Do you want to work oh, on this, or do you want to work on this Blues Brothers cartoon? And the Blues Brothers cartoon was kind of all like Fleischer-esque, rubber hosey hmm. looking thing. And I was like, Blues Brothers, that's the one that's going to go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oops. So, yeah, I, I went on that show. And like knowing knowing what I know now, like it was obviously going to collapse from day one. <laughs> oh, what? So uh, just because like the, you know, we were getting like these 90 page scripts. And everyone was oh. like, wow, that's a lot of script. Uh, just everybody was kind of overloaded. So they kept uh, shutting down the show. And we'd get like this this like paid week off every now and then while they retooled things. And then we'd come back. And I was like, this is great. I love working in animation. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, one day they were like, everybody from uh, the Blues Brothers crew, please come to the main conference room. Oh, no. And we walked in. And there's just this woman and these two guys in sunglasses. And they're like, yep, you're all gone at 3 o'clock. Uh, we'll check your bags on the way out. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, were those two guys in sunglasses? Dan Aykroyd and <laughs> the other guy, I forget. Yes. Wow. Oh shit! Wow! Wow! Those, those yeah, bastards. Was, um, Dan, Dan, Dan Aykroyd. Uh, Peter Aykroyd actually approved uh, my drawings. It was Yay. a really kind of weird, top-heavy show where I would, I did design, so I just uh, would do like a character design, give it to my boss, he would sign off on it, and then they would fax it to somewhere and then i would just get the i would get it back to me with all these notes and they would all be signed by like you know peter Aykroyd and judy belushi <laughs> yeah there's actually a couple of screenshots uh let me send you one because it's like is this did you draw this hang on uh when you were when you were leaving the office that day they were like get out of here dan Aykroyd was like listen i know it's been a tough time for you all i have some uh crystal skull vodka here um it cleans it, it's very nice very clean you can drink it anytime, uh, and this is my parting gift to you. That is the show. Yeah, yeah. I like that. On that, that would have been fun. Yeah, there's yeah, more was, screenshots uh, here. The head designer or the art director was Mike Diedrich, who uh, eventually went on to do boards for Billy and Mindy. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Nice. Very nice. Mm -hmm. These are clean as hell. Yeah. Yeah. Did it actually so, last ten episodes? I, I assumed it, it didn't last at really... all. I don't uh, think they that. they actually pulled the plug on it as the first footage was coming back. I don't know if that footage looked terrible or if anybody even saw that footage. I just know that like the week it was coming back, they were like, "Nope, it's done." Oh man. Okay. Oh, the lost yeah. media. That's why, because it was it on this wiki that Pan posted said there was ten episodes. It's like what? Nah. I think it really made one interstitial that had the NBC Peacock in it. Hmm. Really makes you wonder what what was in that footage that made them cancel it. Yeah, I think that it was done before the footage came back. That happened. Yeah, it was... I just like I, I just like to imagine like they show the uh, the guys and they're like, "So do you think?" No, <laughs> no, no, it's done. Nah, this just would have been fun. I'm kind of like just the art style. Alone. It ain't no Blues Brothers 2000. No. 
So, uh, can I ask that Scooby-Doo question now? Oh, yeah, that's right. We were going to have questions. Okay, so um, what I'm at, so I watched it, enjoyed it, and the questions I wanted to ask was, uh, what was any mandates that Warner Brothers had? Like, were you able to choose voice actors, or did they already kind of like, hey, here's the main cast, you got to use these, these were in Be Cool Scooby-Doo, these are the current. Um, so, like, were you able to, like, play around with some of the casting at all? Uh, it's, I mean, I pretty much had carte blanche to do whatever I wanted to do, minus... Uh, it had to be the Halloweeniest Halloween special I could make it. Uh, the sheriff had to be the villain, and <laughs> Elvira was in it. Yeah, was there the, was there were there any other like weird stipulations with like the Scooby cast, or were they literally just like do whatever you want with them? Uh, and as far as they went, like I, I wanted to keep them because they've been around forever. I don't know if Warner Brothers would have been on board with me trying to change a main cast member or not, but I didn't even think to try. Um, oh. And yeah, as far as the other parts go, uh, like Elvira, I guess, was in the previous uh, DVD, so she sort of carried over. But uh, yeah, the rest of it, like Bill Nye, that was just sort of my idea. And... <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. What's the what, what's the weirdest like note back you got? Because I'm assuming you probably got some executive notes, be like, change this or something. I really didn't get a lot. Let me think. Or was there anything that you just had to cut out? I mean, the the it was like a really, I don't want to say rushed, but it was a really fast production. Mm -hmm. Like it just everything happened. <laughs> it felt yeah. like at the same time. Uh, was it like a less than a year? A year about? It was less than a year. I think. Like I'll never really know, but I think what happened was they may have had another script or something that they'd been working on before because when they originally asked me to do it they were like hey do you want to do uh, a 50th anniversary halloween scooby-doo special and i was like yeah i do <laughs> and then like within about a week i was like wait we're not going to make that date at all <laughs> oh. so well um, it came out in october 2020 oh well yeah but it but it not, was not the uh, anniversary it was, done, it was done in january of this year and i think it was supposed to be done last year for for october of last year yeah close oh, enough okay um so your interpretations of the scooby gang they reminded me a lot of the be cool scooby-doo version specifically daphne did they have did that have any influence on you or like what what brought you to this version that you came to um i just i did like a whole bunch of binge watching scooby-doo before i wrote it so just tons and tons of uh, videos, and uh, I watched some Be Cool Scooby-Doo. I watched all of Mystery Inc., and then I was like, well, there really is no canon, so what if I just like, assume, assume it's all true? <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of just cherry-picked the stuff I liked, and like Daphne was, when I started coming up with the story, she was like the one person that I wasn't really all that excited about, because I was just like, what do I do with Daphne? And... Uh, like once I watched the Be Cool Scooby Doo, I was like, "That's a fun version of Daphne." So hmm. I, I kind of have my own take on why she's that way. I don't know why they did it, but uh, can we hear yours? I like her. I think she's oh. fun. Hmm. Uh, no, I mean, I, I guess it's just more that uh, she's she's on the spectrum, kind of like she's not just a, she's not just you know a damsel in distress or someone who can kick ass, uh, but she's kind of all of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because. Because I feel like no one really knows what to do with Daphne. 
most of the time because like again i feel like she has the most changes out of the core cast because because there was like damsel in distress and then the live action movie is kind of put into action girl version of daphne and that felt like that was kind of her place for a bit and now we got this goofy daphne which is very enjoyable i agree with you it's it's it's, uh not what you expect for the pretty girl i guess yeah i think i think that's what i like about it it just mixes it up a little bit Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um um i do like the subject of uh notes from the um executives trademark because like i own this batman animated art book and it has like a just a whole section dedicated to all the weird sort of like notes they would get like how batman can't punch somebody in the stomach but this, if he elbows or knees the the bruce tim drawing of like batman going out the window choking the joker <laughs> with the knife yes the... that one exactly just the biggest fuck you to censors ever yeah. uh what's I, like I some of the show has one of those that they do at some point <laughs> did billy and mandy have one i'm sure we did um uh... the reason why i asked that question is because we uh inter- we talked to we were we had a convention at Momocon, and we were booth next to the guy who wrote the uh, Flintstone comics, the the gritty Mark Russell. ones. Yeah, and like he was telling us about how like uh, the like their execs was like, you can't have a Fred Flintstone comic without him seeing Yabba Dabba Do, and then he made it into um, his like uh, PTSD like calm down phrase. <laughs> And they never asked him to change anything ever again. Not, no notes. They're just like, you're done. <laughs> so I was kind of hoping there was something like that. <laughs> Scooby Doo. Oh, like, no, you can I think have the really knuckle. the only stuff uh, we got any notes on were, were like stuff from the like the celebrity representations, so like Elvira's manager and Bill Nye's manager, stuff like that. Oh, I could imagine. I could imagine there's a lot of the bureaucracy there too. It actually wasn't so bad. It was just sort of uh, like brand stuff. Like Elvira has her belt and her ring, and we, they just wanted to make sure her ring was on the left hand instead of the right hand or wherever we had oh, it. Yeah, yeah. So specific. Yeah. Right. It's important. Got to got to keep that branding. You won't recognize her without the ring. Yeah. True. I guess. <laughs> well, I got an evil concarnate question. Yeah. What's... Ooh. What's uh? What was with the gradient heavy art style change? Because that looks pretty hard to do in TV animation. I feel like a lot of shows do it. It it came out in retrospect heavier than I wanted it to. Like I feel like I I needed to knock like another ten or fifteen percent off the shadows. But <laughs> yeah, because no other uh, TV cartoon seems to do this, this all this gradient. It's like this is weird. It's just, this doesn't look like anything else. So I don't know. Yeah, that was uh we were. I think we were trying some new stuff with our last couple episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you're on the verge, it's might as well throw everything at it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I'm trying to think of that's what... That's got to be kind of scary to think about it, because, like, it seems like every show is on the cutting room, like, cut, like ready to be cut, except for, like, The Simpsons. <laughs> well, by, uh, by the time we got to the point where we were doing the kind of the revamp on evil concarne billy and mandy was in a good spot by then like we knew evil concarne was on the way out oh, and it man. probably didn't get as much love even then as it could have yeah like i remember it... really liking evil concarne it's just been so long since i've seen it because i think i was like five maybe oh, i feel God, like it's I'm hard old. to find now i'm not even sure where you would actually i mean youtube at least has like up for buy if you <laughs> that's all i know i think 
Oh, really? Okay. Car- yeah. Cartoon Network's always been notoriously terrible at, like, Home providing their shows for you, yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. uh, somebody sent me the other day um, a thing on eBay for the Billy and Mandy Season 1 DVD, which is the only DVD that they made. And I guess it's so rare now that it's worth 200 bucks. What the f- <laughs> I got it. I'm yeah, looking for that. And then I was when like, I was... I wonder if I have those in my closet. And I went and I looked and it's all just comic books. Oh. <laughs> I, I have the, uh, I bought the Kids Next Door DVD. Bucks candy kick. And I'm like, where can I find this damn show? They're not airing it. Oh, wait, the, DVDs. oh wait, the audio cut out. What'd you say? I was just, I'm just expressing my frustration because I was in a big K&D kick and I, the cheapest I could find was like 40 bucks for a oh. DVD back in the day. Yeah. Um, it's what? just Cartoon Network. Get I mean, on the shit. I get my footage my, from iTunes. My least I'm favorite. hoping now that uh, HBO has finally, I think, HBO Max. Out. Oh, yeah. yeah. People have been okay. campaigning for uh, Billy and Mandy and Evil Carne to uh, yeah. show up on HBO Max. I'm, I'm yeah. guessing that now that, that they've bought AT&T, that bought Warner Brothers, that bought Cartoon Network, that maybe things will, old things will get on the air again. We'll see. Hopefully. It's got maybe. a lot of... It's got a lot of stuff, but yeah, it's it's uh it's missing Billy and Mandy for some reason, but it has well, a lot of other. In, in general, it's kind of like missing all the in between shows. Like it has the like the start of like Dexter's and Powerpuff, and then it has all the modern stuff. But oh, everything in between is kind of missing. Yeah. Yeah, like similar thing. Yeah, that's on that's on Netflix. I know. I I don't know how it wound up on Netflix even. Yeah. But that's a different that's a different story for a different day. Yeah. So, um, one of the things I remember Billy and Mandy was uh, the random cameo of Yogi and Boo Boo. Uh, oh, I yeah. kind of want to hear about that. <laughs> uh, I mean, back then we were just sort of like down the the chain of purchases. Uh, Cartoon Network had bought Hanna Barbera when I very first started working there, so I was like under the impression that they were just the same company. <laughs> same. So. <laughs> When when I started doing episodes, I was just like, well, I want to. Th- I think it'd be funny to throw in Scooby Doo, or I think it'd be funny to throw in Top Cat, and oh, I would yeah. just do it. Uh, and nobody ever said anything. And then finally, it was, I think it might have been after that episode. It was somewhere in that neighborhood. Uh, I think it was actually at, at the Yogi and Boo Boo. Uh, I got I got a letter or not a letter, an email from uh, somebody at the Hanna Barbera division that was like, yeah, please don't do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we have to find ourselves some amount of money and i was like what wait what you had, they had to they had to find themselves i mean like... this is i've heard that so many times from this is just something that happens in big messy companies is uh there's different divisions and they have to charge themselves or charge the other division for something like half, so half dumb. the sad thing is there's so many times when like you just want to get something done and then uh, you're like, well, I'll just, you know, I'll bring it home and do it. No, 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 we'll do it. And we'll have so, so, so do it. And, blah, blah, blah. and then after all this stuff, <laughs> nothing gets done. Yeah. Oh. It's a, it sounds very infuriating. No more Hanna-Barbera cameos. Well, I think there's a little bit more of a process now, it feels like. Because when Ian was talking about uh, including characters for the Nexus crossover event thing with his OKKO show, um, it sounded like he had to like just go upstairs and like ask for permission. Oh yeah, it's. I think it's back. You know, back then I don't think they thought anyone was gonna want to use anything from an old cartoon. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, with Happy Halloween Scooby Doo and the Scarecrow, I was worried that that was gonna be 
tough to get, but I just wrote an email to someone at uh, DC, and I was like, hey, here's what I want to do, and here's sort of his yeah. arc throughout the, the movie, and... Yeah, yeah WB it. seems to be a lot more lenient to just letting people use whatever, because recently Teen Titans Go had Beetlejuice and Freakazoid on. Yeah, yeah uh, it's it's kind of cool. There was a, When I was at Disney, they were always like, yeah, we want synergy, and you know, see if you can mix your stuff with somebody else's stuff. And so we would all talk about it, and then we'd bring stuff to the executives, and they'd be like, no. Nah. Oh, man. <laughs> but yeah, Warner Brothers, they seem to be down with it. Yeah, that reminds me when, for Clarence, uh, they had that same issue where, like, hey, we want to incorporate, I think, Uncle Grandpa here. And the executives were like, nah, we don't want to do a crossover unless it's a big event. And it's like, why would you not want cameos, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I remember as a kid, cameos were always, like, the best. Like, it always made me super excited to see stuff. Like, I felt clever because I knew where it was from, you know? When I remember um, your Tumblr post where you talked about the invasion event and how, like, it was originally just, like, it was just a mac and cheese. It was a mac and cheese commercial, basically, wasn't it? Mac and cheese. Uh Uh-huh. And then, like, they lost, and then the deal fell through and you guys were just kind of stuck with this crossover. Yeah. You didn't know what to do. An epic five-part story about cheese. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> damn! Can't find another cheese sponsor. I I really like I liked it when they did the more action oriented type or not action oriented per se, but they gave it like an epic sort of presentation, which the commercials did, not the special themselves. Yeah. But I think that's why I gravitated towards uh, Underfist so much. It was very action oriented, and I mm-hmm. liked that a lot. Oh yeah, if you could, like, would you rather like bring back Billy Mandy or or start Underfist? be happy doing either like they're they're the same world still to me so under Uh, and i i actually saw somebody in the questions earlier and i know they were joking but uh when do we get the all-female under fist reboot you know what (laughs) all over that oh yeah got a hell yeah mindy um yeah there's uh, there's something in there for sure yeah bring back pandora oh yeah (laughs) her I don't know why she was just one of the first ones that popped in my mind for some reason. I don't even know how I remember. Yeah. Oh, how about this? Uh, were you expecting Fred to be such a big success to the point where it became kind of a channel mascot? Fred's uh, no, no, lot, I don't right? think anybody really saw that coming. Uh, I mean, we all thought he was funny and uh, everybody thought the, ep- the first episode came out great. And they were like, yeah, we wouldn't mind seeing more Fred. And then... I think it was before we even got the second episode done. He was just like on billboards and stuff. Oh man! Well, all right, hey, I uh, I've been wanting the show on a billboard. If if it takes uh, a yeah. elephant man, him I'm all for it. And cheese were like. <laughs> I was the actually gonna see in mascots. I w- I was actually gonna ask, following that up, like, did Cartoon Network be like, you're gonna need to make more Fred Fred Burger episodes. You're gonna you're gonna have to pop that little elephant man in everywhere. <laughs> no, I think. We were, I mean, we were so close to the end of the series at that point. Uh, by the time the frozen yogurt one came out, we were, he was probably, or we were probably already planning Big Woogie Adventure, and that was kind of the end of the road. Yeah. So there wasn't really a lot of opportunity to overuse him, thankfully. You mm-hmm. me- you mentioned how uh, Fred Fred Burgers uh, last like three years, so um, he's, he's dead now. <laughs> we'll never see oh, Fred yeah. Fred Burger again. Tragic. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I guess I can't do under this. Yeah, you know. short lifespan. No, they can replace some. They'll, they'll get. Yeah. Jeff know. mourns the loss of his friend. Well, uh, you know, uh, his his species. They, it's like you know, moths. They only live a 
certain number of hours and really when we were doing the frozen yogurt episode we had this basket of them and they just kept dying and we kept swapping them. <laughs> oh no i was gonna say yeah. was you could always make it where they uh asexually reproduce yeah and just clone they all sound like the same ace- yeah. fred fred asexually reproduces by budding yeah what a morbid image yeah just this vibrating and yeah like just this yeah this tumor fetus like fred fig fred fred burger i almost said fred fagelhorn i got them uh, now i miss making cartoons yeah just replace fred with uh that one spongebob knockoff with a flamethrower coconut fred no remember there was like a spongebob character in in billy and mandy was there Mm, hang on like the the blue Square guy in the underworld. That yes, talking about? that guy. Hang on, let me let me bust out an image. This this guy. Oh, yeah. That's oh, a, yeah. That's... I I blame uh, C H Greenblatt for that one. I imagine. Yeah, <laughs> we had him on a while back. Yeah. Oh, oh man. yeah, uh, I love the grim cameo in the Scooby Doo movie. Quote, I'm doing air quotes. Close enough. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> speaking fun. of speaking of cameos, I loved the number three one in. Big Boogie Adventure movie because it was just out of nowhere. It's synergy. Oh yeah, that's a whole story too. How we ended up there? Uh, Please, because I I got uh, there were like a number of of celebrities we were trying to get, and <laughs> I don't remember there were there were a couple of really good ones. Uh, we could have gotten Marilyn Manson, but the network said no. Oh man! And then we got everything approved for Pamela Anderson, <laughs> uh, which I thought would have been hilarious, but agreed i don't remember what the problem was it just got into one of those things where it's just like uh they were like well we don't know and is anyone gonna know who pamela anderson is if they're 14 year old 14 year old boy and i was like yeah oh boy <laughs> uh so finally it just got to the point where uh, they were like yeah okay we'll do it and then her representation was like no we've, we've moved on so uh, i was like well now i have no one like what do i do and then I was like, oh and then i'll call tom <laughs> yeah I was literally about to say Tom slides in with a fucking kazoo sound effect. So, we need some help. Was Pamela going to be like a cartoon or live action? Uh, it would have been a cartoon. Okay. Oh, I would have. I would have. I got enough trouble for the puppet scene. Puppet scene? What happened in the puppet yeah, scene? Yeah, the, where they go through the uh... puppet dimension. Yeah, the just in the the Big Boogie Adventure that brief scene with the boat. How, how did I get into trouble? trouble for that? Uh, well, it turned out to be a really expensive scene, and I think once they realized it was only about four seconds long. <laughs> uh, oh, I, yeah. I some, you had to build all those puppets. I side-eye over that. Oh, man. Uh, I feel like you have to kind of trick them in order to get what you want, though. Sometimes well, you, you have know to what? like... They used those puppets for years afterwards. So. Good. They did. Oh, well. I remember seeing those like in commercials. And yeah, stuff, the, the one, like, um, Dracula had, like, uh, had those puppet commercials... I'm sure they use them there. Mm-hmm. This reminds me of like the the CGI walnuts that were that were so expensive for Invader Zim. <laughs> like I want to know. I remember hearing about that, but it's been a while. I, I want to know Did you... stories of like other animation things that are like, hey, this this shot was like 10, 10 seconds, but it cost us way more than the actual episode or something. I, like I don't it. have any more that are exactly like that. <laughs> Dang, you didn't build <laughs> a CG model. Um, were there actually any uh, Billy and Mandy episodes like on cutting room episode ideas or shot down or just like you guys didn't funny or uh, probably I don't really remember 
anything specific, but like the way we would do them since they were, it was like a premise based show. So I would just basically write a pool of like as many episodes as I could think of for a season. And I would just put them in a, like this little inbox on my door. And then the artist could come up and kind of read through them, decide which one they wanted to do. So there's probably a lot of them that just died from nobody having any interest in doing them. <laughs> oh, dang. But, uh, you know, that's okay. Cause I, it turned, I think it was a good way to, you know, get, get things done because people, you know, if they took a story, ideally it was something they wanted to do. And if there was something I really wanted to do that nobody was doing, I would make sure it got done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With six seasons, you managed to do a lot with that. Oh yeah. I mean, was there... Yeah, I was telling somebody the other day, like I'm I'm okay with the fact that we ended at seventy six half hours. Like I I could do more, sure, but like I was completely satisfied. Yeah. Would if that, you... must, that must be that's must be like a great feeling though, just to be like having accomplished everything you wanted to Yeah, I think I think that's that's where Underfist was sort of like if there was going to be more, like I would want it to. Like it could have the same characters, but I would want to do some sort of shift in the tone of the the whole show. I guess. Would you yeah. want to make it for kids or for adults? Like I don't know if you've ever done any like adult shows. Um, I I wouldn't mind doing adult stuff, but uh, I think for Billy and Mandy, Billy and Mandy is always something that. Like I've I've always been happiest when kids come up and or kids and their parents come up at like Comic Con or like hey we we watch the show together like I don't know how many parents are weird enough to watch the show with their kids but that was <laughs> always my goal. I think so I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to like push often. it into pure adult territory. Yeah, all the kids who watched the show growing up are probably parents now yeah. and are like, hey, look, I'm gonna give my children quality entertainment yeah, yeah. and turn on Billy and Mandy. Hmm. Uh, my friend CR, he's a YouTuber. He asked me to ask you about fish hooks. I don't get that question. He didn't specify. He just said, "Did you ask him about fish hooks?" What about it? I think uh, it was a TV did... show on Disney. <laughs> didn't you work on? Didn't you work on it with Tom? I think. Uh, yeah, I was the executive the producer of that. That was like right. That's what I did right after uh, I left Cartoon Network. Actually, was oh. I just need to run that thing. And that lasted yeah. about five years. <laughs> did you leave? Uh, did you leave Cartoon Network because of the CN Real stuff, like everybody else, or was it just like anti? Um, deal? No, I mean, I, I left for the same reason as everyone else, in that they basically made me leave. <laughs> oh no! Uh, oh jeez! Along, along with everybody else, like the that was like the whole deal was uh, there was this you know big regime change where. I forget who bought who at that point, but we were getting a new sort of big boss and my bosses were like, yeah, we love our new boss and you're going to love our new boss and it's going to be great. And like things did look great at that point. Like I had, I had Underfist uh, in line to go to series and there was another thing I had in development. So I was pretty excited. And then uh, they just came in and they were like, hey, yeah, we don't like any of what we see here. <laughs> oh, man. And I was like, what's going on? And then like my my bosses like all got who said that these bosses were great they all got let go and i was like Ugh. oh no and then no. uh, and then you know Kurt, craig and gendy left and i was like man i'm not sticking around <laughs> it's okay that guys like, uh, it's okay guys yeah, so these bosses are cool I didn't, yeah I, I, you can't really take it personally at that point so it was all fine <laughs> yeah everyone it's was split over it's wild to think that like upper management can just shift and then 
like shows can be great they can be popular but upper management just doesn't like it and so it gets cut like it's that's a it seems dumb you know it like, really it seems is sort of remarkable how quickly things change in the animation space yeah because mm -hmm. recently like, there was uh, the at&t buyout yeah like it's it's weird because uh i i had uh i took like a year off to work on dead meat and then i worked on the scooby stuff for about a year and then this year home for most um what else did you have in production at cartoon network because i don't remember ever hearing anything of that sort is this a pizza um, party exclusive uh there was uh a show called minion and this was before minions were a thing in uh whatever that movie is that I'm like an illumination <laughs> yeah um and it was it was sort of a uh precursor i guess to sort of this dungeon world that i've been building for a long time now um mm. and so i got that through through my execs and then the new ones came in and didn't look at it as far as oh I man is there any like footage for some of these uh, lost things or is it just all pitch pitch stuff um i've sold like 12 shows over the years and they're all just in some vault somewhere and i have like animatics that i'm pretty sure i'm not supposed to show to anybody and uh -oh. all sorts of materials that i'm pretty sure i'm not supposed to show to anybody yeah. maybe someday i will like in 10 years i'll just on, dump it all in mine i don't know on, on your deathbed you just hit the upload button and just but, say but yeah sadly i think that's that's sort of the world of animation developing for well just any entertainment like yeah it's yeah. Uh, Selling something's one thing, but getting it on the air is a yeah. different adventure. The show I yeah, worked on is never going to get released. Yeah. Stop yeah. saying that, Pam. Yeah. <laughs> God, I hate you. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, that, I think I vaguely remember actually reading a press thing about Minion. I don't know if it actually got to that point, or maybe I'm just oh, misremembering. I, I've seen uh, Maxwell post other uh, pitch things on it on his Tumblr. Yeah. yeah. God bless your Tumblr. It's great. Yeah. Oh, thanks. I feel like I don't do anything with it ever. Yeah. No. No one uses Tumblr no more. It's it's dead. No mo. Everyone goes to Twitter and Instagram. I knew it was a bad sign when I couldn't put my Tumblr address into Facebook without it rejecting it. Oh. <laughs> well, no one uses Facebook either. Once upon a time, there was a jillionaire playboy who was blown up in a tremendous explosion. His brain survived. Stomach too! And was attached to the body of a stupid circus bear. I am that brain. My name is Hector Concarne, and I will one day rule the world! <laughs> I, I do. Using We're Tumblr. friends on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, I stopped using Tumblr because I'm a trans person, and that was just deemed not safe for work. Oh. For some reason. Wow. So, Thanks. Yeah. Just, Thanks, like, Yahoo. I'm not, not going to deal with that. I'm done. Twitter it is. Yeah. <sighs> trying to think what other things I had to ask about. Um, hmm. I don't know. I'm, look, I'm thinking back to my video. It's like, what else did I bring up? From from back in the day? I don't know. Or well, the video I made uh, recently on Halloween oh. with Billy Mandy. 
I thought you were talking about the one from like 10 years ago. Oh, the one we did? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Let me see. Let's go see what what the fans have to ask. It's all the same questions of like, what a Billy Mandy revival, please? Someday. Tell it to HBO, man. Yeah. yeah if y'all, people always be asking the creators about stuff like, I feel so bad for when Craig McCracken is going to have to do another round of I have nothing to do with this. CW Powerpuff Girls kicks in. Oh. But like, oh, are they doing another Powerpuff? They're doing yeah, a live-action gritty reboot. By a, yeah. Diablo Cody's going to direct or something. It's about wow. them and teenagers, and they like I don't know how I missed that one. Miss their childhood. It's know. really funny because like the internet hated it. Like they responded poorly, but this podcast, we're all like, we're for it. I, it I, sounds I, terrible, and we're excited to watch it. I, I kind of want that. I'm I'm up. Me for too. It. Yeah, I'm I'm like, I, it's going to be not what people want, but I'm going to eat we, it up. It's not what we want, but it's what we deserve. <laughs> Oh, I I can't wait for the uh, gritty live action Grim and Mandy reboot. Thank you, HBO gritty. Max. Yeah, if I woke up one day and somebody was making a gritty Billy and Mandy live action reboot and I didn't know about it, I would be so thrilled. I mean, that's that webcomic, um, Grim Tales. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah oh, yeah, Grim Tales. Have you ever seen it? Oh, yeah. I actually, uh, way back in the day, um, I asked that guy if he wanted to come on and do the designs for Underfist. And he was like, no, I'm happy just living here doing my comic oh yeah oh cool. cool was it okay yeah. i don't know if you you would know this but for fusion fall do you know if like they asked uh him bleed man if to uh work on that or not or if that was true i think they did oh I man so. it's, it's been a long time it's possibly it's true the urban the urban legend is true no the urban legend enough. could possibly be true it's somewhat possibly kind of confirmed maybe or I'm not i'm gonna confirm it I'm just going to go ahead and confirm Fuck. Well, that settles that. The moral Odd. of that story is that if you uh, draw anime fan art of Cartoon Network shows, you might work on something. Oh, yeah. Crazy what kind of world we live in. Yeah. But, um... Oh, the video speaking spe Speaking of, actually, I want to know your thoughts on Fusion Fall. Like, more specifically, like, I'm assuming you weren't, like, told and you just kind of figured out along with everybody else. Or... That, that it was happening? Yeah, like, yeah, all of a like, sudden you just... Uh, it, it came out, like, right after we did the PlayStation, or whatever, the, the console game. Oh, yeah, the game. Um, so when people were talking about Billy and Mandy game, or Billy and Mandy being in a game, I was like, well, yeah. <laughs> and then, like, after a couple months, I was like, oh, this is a different thing? And yeah, it was, like, it was weird, because just kind of nobody was told anybody about it. And I think I learned about it from Richard Horvitz. Like, I think <laughs> we were at a session, and he was like, hey, did you know they're making a... A game with Billy and Mandy in it? Yeah. <laughs> the designs came out pretty good for Billy and Mandy. Like everyone except for the Eds. The Eds do not translate to the style, but <laughs> yeah, they translate well here. But who do you play as in the uh, Billy and Mandy video game? It's the standalone game. Who do you main? <laughs> main, yes. I don't know. It's been so long. I wish I actually wanted to play it again fairly recently, but I don't think there's a way you to should... do it. You should emulate it and stream it. Everybody would eat that shit oh, like right up. Yeah, just, just. I think I would probably suck, but I would do it. Just... We, I, there's actually a, a software called Parsec where you can uh, set it up. And if you need help with it, I can also get somebody or figure something out. But like, you can stream it and play with other people. So if you wanted to get like your friends together and just like 
do like a night with that. It'd be a really good. It'd be really fun. Oh god, yeah, that, that blue. I, I, <laughs> Where is that from the game? Yes, this, this is all from the game. Yeah. Oh wow. Ugh. Yeah, I dip. I either dipped in and played once, or watched somebody play. I don't. I don't remember much about it. Yeah, some characters look better than others. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. I sent an image of, with... of the of Ed from Ed and Eddie. <laughs> These... Wait, wasn't Jeff wasn't Jeff in the game? Hmm. Let me see. I think so? Yes, he yeah, was. Did they He looks pretty much the same. Yeah. Copy image address. Yeah, um... but like when wouldn't you have recorded for that or are there voices in it? I, I, yeah, they. I um, when you recorded anything for Jeff for that, so if there if there's audio, then it's from something. Else. I love Jeff so much. You did yeah. such a great job voicing him, and you know, just making him in general. Yeah, he was gonna be, actually be in uh, the Billy and Mandy fighting game, but he was sort of cut at the last second because he's got a weird body. Yeah, yeah. The, the rigs. I, yeah, the rig probably would have been miserable to work with and his move set. Yeah. But I I would have loved it. It would have been great. Like it's just a unique. I like when fighting games have unique body types. Yeah, I mean, the... I remember. I, I remember in the first Kingdom Heart. <laughs> yeah. I'll... Oh, what? Jeff is Jeff is such a great character. I love him. But like, I was gonna say, I remember in the Kingdom Hearts they wanted the Lion King world, but like making Simba Sora move with in a lion body was too difficult. It's it's just so weird how video games work. It's they did do a. Lion King world, though. In the second one. Yeah. But well, in the first one, they couldn't figure out how to do it. It's surprising how well the Billy and Mandy game turned out, because there is a lot of fan service in that game. Yeah, I, uh, everybody that worked on that game was great. Like, uh, it was really collaborative, and they, uh, like, we had a big, we had a day where we all just kind of sat around and shot ideas around, and yeah, it was very cool. Was there any other cut content from that game, like uh, characters that were considered? Because I really want Billy's mom to be in it, because I thought that would have been really funny just <laughs> oh, to have yeah. her screaming and beating the shit out of her son. Is Mogar in there? Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Billy's dad is in it. Yeah, I think I think we talked. We at least talked about his mom being in there. I feel like there's a couple that didn't make it in that we talked yeah. about. Is hmm. Eris in there? Um. I yes. She, she has a goth outfit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah of, okay. of course, yeah, she, of course. She made it. Somebody didn't make it. I don't remember who. Yeah, and then there's like these other like generic characters, like random uh, Nurgle minions playable and stuff. I don't know what that's about. I think I think they were just um, they were like secret cheat codes you had to put in. Oh yeah, and then yeah. And mark them. Any particular reason, or was it just hey they're here? Uh, the the Nurglings, the little guys. Yeah. Uh, they were in that one episode, or one or two episodes in the, the early seasons, and I, I think they were just, like, looking for sort of throwaway enemies to fight between yeah. the big guys. They were also playable, though, weren't they? Like, Yeah, but I think I think that was sort of just, like, an unlock. Yeah. They Like, they made the model, so they may as well throw it in, sort of thing. <laughs> Crap, I'm trying to remember what else I had from that game. <laughs> Shut up, Nolan. I'm surprised they allow cross earrings, like... Is it most, a cross? They yeah. wouldn't do that today. I'm surprised we got away with that too. Because I remember Billy yeah. uh, X Men Evolution didn't do crosses on a I forget a Scarlet Witch's ears. It was like those Egyptian cross looking things with the hoop. You uh -huh. know. Yeah, we we actually had a door in Happy Halloween Scooby Doo in the cemetery that 
It was just a door, but it looked like a cross, so we had to take that off. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Also, what you're describing, Pan, is called an onk. An onk. Okay. Onk. Yeah. But yeah, religious symbolism, like, being so pit-touchy is so weird to me. It's like, such a cross. Get over it. Yeah. Well, one, one thing I mean, that there, I... There's, when oh. you stack, like, on standards and, and uh, like, all the legal stuff, like, sometimes for the whole, like, globe, it just gets so insane. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, they had to change... Uh, Grungle Stan's hat in uh, Gravity Falls because of stuff like that. I think they just removed the star piece or whatever he had on him. Hang on. Grungle. No, because in um, Disney Plus, um, the the uh, masters they used didn't have a symbol at all. Weird. Like it was just not there. I guess it's on a different layer and they could just take it out. I mean, yeah, it's no. not that hard to just make something red. Yeah, that too. But, but for um, every shot? That's... Yeah. That's ridiculous. That's that's like, oh, you got to do all of this. Well, welcome to standards and practices and a localization. Damn. Oh, Damn. oh yeah. Did how did you um ever have to change Billy and Mandy like culturally or like like certain things just um had to be changed for certain countries that you know of? Uh, toward the end, we would get a lot of notes about aerosol cans, just like don't show aerosol cans because uh, Europe, I guess, was having a thing where they were trying to not use aerosol cans, which included not showing aerosol cans. <laughs> okay, um, so specific. But not, not really any, like we did have, uh, like Billy's nose was always, not always an issue, but it was an issue at the beginning, like uh, where I, there were a couple of executives who I think didn't like his nose, how big it was. So they kept trying to make me shrink his nose. And there was like a nose uh, focus group they had where I did like 16 different nose sizes. Oh and people ended up choosing a nose that was like three sizes smaller than the nose I wanted. So they made me redesign Billy with a smaller nose and it just made me all sad. And then when we sent off the models for the first episodes, uh, I just switched it out with the old one. <laughs> <laughs> and no, nobody ever brought it up again, which was weird. Good. Uh, one, no, no. Point no. Were, like, uh, he can keep the big nose, but just don't make him Jewish. And I was like, fine. What? We, did not, we didn't make him Jewish until the until the Christmas special. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. That reminds me, like, uh, the gravestones in the intro. Like, uh, uh, there's uh, Robot Jones there, and he has a Jewish star, uh, Star of David. Uh, is he Jewish? Uh, no, that was just uh, the background painter just painted the, the headstones, and I just threw the names on there. I don't. There's Dang. no correlation. Dang. You you had every opportunity to have Robot Jones be Jewish and yes. you take it. Ask Greg Miller. Maybe this, maybe that was a thing I've forgotten about. The second Jewish robot next to Optimus Prime. Yes. <laughs> that that's crazy though that you had a straight up like nose focus test. Yeah, it's in the DVD bonus features. Uh, yeah. Oh, we also I, did. I guess we had. Uh, of course, Greg Eagles plays uh, Grimm, and when uh, the, the episode where Grimm gets sick and becomes alive, uh, I wanted to have the character look like Greg Eagles, and they actually talked me out of that, and rightfully so, I think, uh, by explaining that then you would have two kids that owned a living black man. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, no! I didn't even think what? about that because I've yeah, seen. Yeah, I didn't either. Like... Uh, but yeah, every now and then it's good to have somebody there to catch you. Doing something <laughs> <stupid>. Oh no! <laughs> oh, that, that, that! Oh no! That uh. 
Yeah, that, that's I mean, I can, I can I can see your logic though. Like you're not really thinking about, it, and you're like, oh well, Greg Eagles' voice is so it should be Greg yeah, Eagles' like, comedy. Yeah, I Greg, give, give Greg some props. Oh. And, and no, and then, and then I can picture somebody just tapping on your shoulder and like whispering in your ear inaudibly, and you're like, "Oh, oh boy, no, that, that's wild!" Like, because I've always seen like YouTubers talk about it, and they're always like, "Why is the he's clearly Jamaican? Why did you not make him?" A... And it's like, "Oh, yeah, that's a good it point." It all makes sense now. Ah. <laughs> oh. That's awesome. Oh. Not awesome. You know. The, dodged a bullet there, but oh. Great story. Speaking of dodging bullets, there is an ass load of Matrix references in Billy and Mandy. Like, I was watching it. It's like every other episode. I gotta make That's a compilation. A segue, by the way, Pan. That was, like, the most clever segue you've ever done. Look, I love the Matrix, and it just, like, it, it just, like, why is there so many Matrix references in this show? Where are the Matrix references? I, I'm, really I'll make a, I will make a compilation and I'm going to send Do that it. shit to you. Because <laughs> there's so many well, bullet time effects and there's like, in the Secret Snake Club, they're booting up the computer and it said, activating Matrix. Matrix. Sequel's not so good and all these other okay, scenes. Yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> yeah. Did you know Billy and Mandy started as a web cartoon? Plot twist. It's not true. We lied. Yeah. Plot untwisted. Are you doing a bit right now? Th that's Are what you... the computer said. Oh, okay. I was like, this is weird. It didn't start out as a web cartoon. It, was, it started out as that creepy film reel that Maxwell found in like, an attic or something. <laughs> All corroded. Yeah. So cool. I, I dug out of Benjamin Franklin's grave. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, God... What other anyone else got any other questions or things to say? I got one. What? Um is there any questions you're tired of answering? <laughs> no I guess not. I mean it's like it's, here's your uh, chance. I feel like, like enough time goes by between when people ask me questions now that I forget what most of the answers are. Yeah. You I'm you just you um not to like project, but it seems like you're a very when it comes like to like you're cutting out, yeah. Nolan. That's God. really not... You're not projecting at all. <laughs> oh, is that, just, is that just accurate? No, you, did... you cut out. We couldn't hear oh. what you were saying. Shit. I, don't, I didn't mean to project. I was just saying, like, are you the person to be, like, in now and when somebody asks you about something, you're oh, like... No. <laughs> yeah, you cut out again. Motherfucker! Type, type it. I'll read I'll it. I'll type it. <laughs> I'm gonna just... He's typing. He's typing. Nolan B. Typing... Are you so, the type of person oh. to be in the now and just, like, years in the future? In the now and then just... Like, You're like, You're wait, like, wait, that yeah. happened. Like, I, as though I've been cryogenically frozen? No, more... Can you guys hear me now? Can you hear yeah. me now? I, w I more so just meant, like, you're so in the now that you just, like, are focused on what you're currently doing. And then years later, you just kind of don't remember it because you were... You're focused on the thing currently, you know what I mean? Oh, no, I, I have a pretty good memory, actually. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I think I actually, I I sort of well, have what... a problem being in the now, traditionally. I'm mostly in the future. Dang. Must That's be scary. Deep. That's deep. Uh, uh, <laughs> do you know what you're going to do next? No, that's been the weird thing about this year. Is this year really shook it up. Now I don't know what's going on. 
make I used a, to have make... like a five-year plan, and now I got no plan. Oh. What's um, what's a series you would love to be asked to work on, similar to like Scooby Doo? Ah, uh, well, I would I would love to work on Scooby Doo, but <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a good question. Like an animated series, I assume. In general, uh, like a I think, I, I think like an an intellectual really property, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I've I think I've been kind of turning around on that stuff recently, just because, like I've I've been so focused on getting something new made, mm-hmm. and now I'm just like, well, there are intellectual properties I like. <laughs> so I think Scooby kind of opened me up to that. But yeah, beyond that, I don't know. Okay. Hmm. The more you know. Powerpuff Girls, live action Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Somebody hit somebody hit up CW. Yeah. Yeah. Get Diablo Cody on the line. I mean, I I would do that. <laughs> I love you. You don't want to build live action Billy and Mandy? There's there've been a couple of things that are like animated properties that I've been asked to like run reboots of mm-hmm. that I just feel are like it's too close to me. <laughs> Oh, can yeah, you can you list any of can you list any of the ones? But, uh, okay, but that's sort of been the the problem lately. I'm like, well, if I'm going to do that, I'll just do a billion Mandy reboot. <laughs> Cartoon Network. But yeah, Jean I mean, King. if you're gonna like something's extreme as like live action Powerpuff Girls, yeah, I'd be all over. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now, now I kind of want you to work on it. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah let's uh let's start a hashtag on Twitter. <laughs> just just get Hit Girl from Kickass and just duplicate that by three. You know, just all the violence. Put it all in there. No, no, don't pollute his thoughts. I want to know what his like pure pure distilled action. Maxwell Adams live action Powerpuff Girls. It's just a bunch of jack o' lanterns again. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And puppets. Eris or a knockoff of Eris shows up. He he's creative. He doesn't have to like just knock off his own stuff. Why are you Pan, why are you so derivative? Because it's like yeah. come on. It's like, hey, there was an Eris knockoff in Billy and Mandy, so and now we got to do Scooby Doo and there's the real Eris. Okay, so I mean... here's the generic question you <laughs> oh, probably man. get a lot. It's like what's some what's uh, encouraging advice you can give to young people that want to start getting into the animation industry <laughs> sorry it's one of those uh, things throwing it for the young and encouraging advice i mean honestly like animation is bigger than ever like uh there's so much animation like everything's animation now half the mandalorian's animation like there's a ton of animation jobs um i think the challenge is just sort of getting you know the the job you want in the place you want um your foot in the door yeah but uh i mean it's it's a very cool job it's uh i get to you know tell stories for a living which is what i've always wanted to do so i i can't complain yeah uh every now and then it's uh it's worth chasing the dream <laughs> I refer to it as a sexy job because whenever I tell people I animate, it's always like a "Ooh, ah, oh, what have you done?" And it's just like, "Okay, calm down." <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. But it's one of those. Things yeah, I like, used to get that from get my parents it. too. I think that dried up eventually, but. <laughs> We're so proud of you, Max. You work on the Mickey Mouse shows, and you're like, "Yeah, I do that." 
<laughs> Mickey Mouse. Making those motion pictures. I do indeed make Ooh. pictures move. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> So. Oh, uh, this is a really random question, but how did you, did you watch the, um, the, uh, crap, what's it called? It's a, it's a horror reboot of, of a kid's cart TV show. The live action people, uh, Are you banana, the, oh, the banana, banana splits. splits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did yeah. not actually, uh, oh, I wanted to watch that cause it does seem like it's in the, the dead meat space. Like yeah. I wanted to see how, how it fared, if it looked like it had any production value or. I don't know. Have you guys seen it or? Oh, I, I have. have. Yeah, Recently. it's a pretty yeah. decent movie. Like, it feels like they put genuine effort into it, isn't? Because like oh, a lot of people are not looking forward to it, but it's like, hey, it's Hanna Barbera. They they always well the Hanna Barbera brand. They always experiment with these things, like with Space Ghost and Sea Lab. Right. Yeah. The one of the producers on that uh, works at Warner. Well, everybody works at Warner Brothers, I guess. But uh, I talked to him about uh, the puppets for Dead Meat, like seven years ago or something and he was huh. like oh you're doing a puppet movie and i was like yeah and he's like don't do it man just don't do it <laughs> oh, and man. i think about that a lot now <laughs> damn like were, were you, you just wrote it down were, were you discouraged when you saw that uh happy time murders movie come out i mean yeah like the thing is the as as time went on just like there were sort of these milestones and the first one was uh or at least felt like uh fury road because i when i started like there was no fury road and i was just like it's been a decade since anybody's made like a post-apocalyptic action movie and then we got fury road and then we got uh, happy time murders and then we got banana you know split. banana splits we got uh donald trump and a pandemic and people hoarding toilet paper and pretty soon it's just like everything that was in my script has like come true i oh, know it was a oh, prophecy damn. you predicted so, <laughs> you're a fucking prophet oh, damn my God. it's like knowing by nicholas well, cage i mean I, the I, witch. yeah i've always been kind of good with the zeitgeist and it's just like everything takes so long to make it's even with seven years to prepare it's like i didn't make it <laughs> oh you're like but, you're uh, like it's like hideo kojima predicting like the current landscape of the internet in 2002 or perfect blue yeah or uh i've been reading a lot of william gibson right guys on top of shit orson wells <laughs> But uh, I think you would enjoy the banana splits. It's a, it's a good time. It's uh, yeah. if you can find it pretty cheap on streaming, I recommend it. Like, all right, yeah, yeah. Thank yeah. you for reminding me. And if you hate you should... it, just tweet at me, like you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll tweet now... the people I know that worked on it first. <laughs> <laughs> now that I uh, now now that you guys talked about banana splits, I would love to see Max work on a Five Nights at Freddy's cartoon or something. Well, that'd be Max fun. Do you want to work yeah. on a Five Nights at Freddy's? Do you want to work on a Five Nights at Freddy's cartoon, Max? <laughs> You know, from what I, I, it could be beyond this now, but I feel like Five Nights at Freddy's is sort of this sweet spot where everybody knows what it is, but there's really no story or personality or anything else going on with the characters. So that's kind of a cool, like it's wide open. <laughs> well, yeah, Game Theory disagrees. They just did another <laughs> fucking uh, final theory. The fi of the final one again for yeah, the last time until knows. the next. Yeah. yeah. The ninth night at Freddy's. <laughs> yeah. Five Nights at Freddy's, the tenth night. But is this all? Because I don't know. I think we asked every possible question we could. Yeah. Do you have any yeah, questions I... for Ux, us, Max? Would no. you like to ask us anything? Yeah. What are you doing with the rest of your weekend? Um. Um. Web... Pray I don't. Work, edit videos. Uh, work on a web comic. Uh. What are you using to edit with? Uh, Premiere Pro. Ooh, nice pro. Yeah. 
like a, like a pro, yeah. Adobe double charge me those bastards. Oh, do you have the the full creative suite? Yeah, I gotta have Photoshop and uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and uh, Premiere and Illustrator, but I don't use Illustrator no more. Unless I, need I feel like everybody only uses three, but you gotta have them all. Yeah, yeah. it's I think it's, I it's use After Effects, Flash, and uh, Photoshop. Premiere, I use four. I think it's an all or nothing with with uh, Adobe, so it's like you better buy all of them or else. I kind of want to draw Jeff uh, wrapping somebody up now because no. I just missed that boy. No. Well, what? Oh, it's okay. been so long since I drew Jeff that I forgot that he only has two body segments. <laughs> <laughs> forgot to draw well, your own OCs. Now, now there's an opportunity to draw him again. Woo! Woo -woo. So is this the end? Yeah, I'm running out of stuff to ask besides, yeah. like, weird movie questions. Like, have you seen Trick or Treat? Because I'm obsessed with that movie right now. Yeah, it's good, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I saw it for the Maybe first time. Maybe we need time. to have a separate podcast where we just talk about movies. Please. I would love that. Okay, so, like, Trick or Treat, I saw it for the first time this Halloween, and it's the first time I felt joy in, like, months. <laughs> and now I have bought, like, a crap ton of the Sam figurines, and I just got, I just read the comic. <laughs> There's, like, a Imagine. sequel, too, right? I, I didn't there see is. it. But... What? The sequel's in the comic. Like, I just read it. It acts, uh, half the comic's a retelling of the first movie, and then the other half is, like, four stories that have a bookend together. So, I just clicked the book there, because I was flipping through the pages. Hmm. I'm actually drawing Sam right now. Let me, uh, let me show you a little picture. Show us. And then... <laughs> I don't know what... Uh, forgive me i draw in flash and everything because my day job i do flash so i just got really used to just like yeah drawing everything in it even though it's an inferior drawing program you heard of your mama on youtube that's... oh god don't talk about your mama that's my job oh uh, you're talking about your job really... yeah I, I animate your mama jokes for a living <laughs> all right <laughs> what's your favorite your mama joke yeah uh, what is it is he uh out of that series the one are you writing Slimer, the jokes wrote, as well uh i write dialogue occasionally like uh my favorite line i've ever wrote was slimer you know ecto cool it <laughs> that's not a yo mama joke that's... it's not i said i wrote the script skits afterwards i don't they, they, my, my boss like writes the jokes and it kind of just seems like he just randomly throws general phrases together half the time they don't make sense like yo mama's so short her mobile phone, her mobile home was a mobile phone. Like, that doesn't make any sense. It's, it, I hated it. It's a, it's a thinker, you know? You gotta, like, take a second. Like, it makes... It just rhymes. That doesn't make a joke. It, it's, because it's so big, the the mobile mobile home is, like, a phone-sized object. So, she can't, She holds the phone. She holds, like, a phone. But, uh, maybe there's, like, actually... a little, an actual phone inside of the mobile home so yeah. should we like make a call stop Can. it stop. <laughs> uh but if i can promote something to you maxwell i worked on a pilot that our friends of the show uh oh yeah made long, called long, long gone gold yeah i don't know if you've seen it or heard of it but um there's the trailer for it i did some cleanup animation for it oh no i've i've known about this for a long time but i didn't know it was done yeah. It's, it's not, about well, to, it, it's, it's on its way to being completed. It should be ready by the end of this year or early next year. Yeah, oh, cool. yeah. I think it's uh, all the animations done. I think they're just doing compositing and sound design. So yeah, they're they're finishing up the editing part. 
post-production like, shit. Support my friends. <laughs> Here you go. All right. Yeah, thank Long you. Long gone gulch. Yeah. Sorry yeah. to be like that person. It's like, here's the things I work on. Because that's tacky. Yeah. Well, I did ask. It's okay. Fair. Maxwell sealed his fate. Yeah? Yeah. Did he now? Yeah. I guess Thank I you so much for coming on, by the way. This was really yeah. enjoyable. This you were a delight to talk to. You know, it's it's been a super, super busy month, super busy week. But I cleared out some time today for you guys. Thanks. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. Yeah, with all right. this, I would have been uh, taking a nap, playing with the dog, growing tomatoes. Who knows? Growing your, uh, what were the tomatoes called? Bring a full circle. The uh, um, master Britney tomatoes. Spears. Yeah, Britney Spears tomatoes. On that note, uh, yeah. thank you again for coming on. And to all the viewers out there, um, stay in school. Don't do drugs and ask HBO Max to give Maxwell Adams the keys to the Powerpuff Girls reboot. Yes. And also Billy and Mandy. We should have came up with a clever hashtag. Nah. Too um, late for that. Hashtag clever hashtag. Hashtag clever hashtag. There you go. Yeah. Got it. I'm doing it right we now. Do Billy and Mandy and they have cell phones. Yeah. <laughs> that'll change everything. Yes. Yes. Because then they can be like, hey, the Grim Reaper's with us. Selfie. Pog, pog face. Ha <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, excited God. to do this stupid hashtag Mindy. joke that no one's going to get for like a week. Mandy, that what? is so partners. God. What are you doing? Man, calm down. It, 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 listen, pog, pog, pog is like a hip meme now with the kids. Yeah. The network is going to ask to put that in. Pogs are coming back because it's the 90s. It's in pog form. <laughs> Billy and Mandy is back in pog form. Man- Mandy swoops up from the darkness as poggers and then disappears. Or she turns into a pog. Amazing. Yes. All right. Well, we really appreciate you. Let's respect this time. Yeah. <laughs> right. I-, I love you guys. Uh, yeah. We'll do it again in, uh, you know, seven or eight years. Ten years. Yeah. Sounds good. The ten oh, year yeah. blood. The ten year blood pact has been made. The ritual. Mm-hmm. Yep. Goodbye, everybody. Yeah, there's another horror movie. The ritual. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you again, Maxwell. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. Now I'm just trying to figure out how to hang up. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, there's a phone with an X on it. Click that button.